0: Live from AWA, it's Saturday night. Saturday night, and we're here at Anime Week in Atlanta, 2010, AWA16. Although you can tell they've kind of given up on the numbers, as even the badges actually do not say what what number it is, only the year. Um, and even the program guides say "Sweet 16," but there's no actual Roman no, no longer attached to the actual AWA. It's becoming a horror picture movies now. Or a number of Final Fantasies, I mean, you know... Or no, they still no number,
1: no, no. you are going to start calling It's it only like when they ca- start a- calling A-W-A it, like, Final or Fantasy or yeah, the
0: Resurrection, A-W-A. or so.
1: Instead of numbering it as a sequel. Like, the, the Final event. Destination. AWA
2: versus Seishun Khan.
0: Well, that wouldn't really work so they're in totally... For- Anyways, let's do introductions. Hi, I'm Basil, and we also have Kevin as the usual staff. Kevin. Or crew, or what have you. I don't know. We also have our buddy Neil. Talk Neil. Hi. And we also have... A joining with us um, for this prestigious... Event? Yes, uh, the Chainsaw Buffet guys, so introduce yourselves.
1: Uh, Dylan. I'm John. I'm Charlie.
0: And of course, thank you all for talking with us. We always try to get at least somebody different besides us to do the convention because what we can tell is our experience is we know that other people are doing completely different things than us sometimes, so it gets a better rounded convention report to grab other people. So, there we go. Um, AWA is always fun, always a blast. And, like most convention goers who are intelligent and like to get up early on Fridays, rested, we got here on Thursday night. And I proceeded to then, as soon as I got out of my car, to lock my keys inside my car.
2: Yeah, that was sort of funny for two minutes.
0: (sighs) And then the next hour and a half was not so funny. Yeah, no, not really. As well, I have AAA. It turns out everybody else who has AAA was calling to get their keys unlocked as well. And so it took them like an hour just to get someone out there. So that was my Thursday. I don't know if y'all had any sort of events to kind of transpire.
1: You mean besides the speed trap on the way to Georgia? No.
0: <clears throat> Ooh, that's, that's never good. I just had a really slow truck.
2: Um, Oh, ground five three three seven. We will never forget
0: you. Never.
1: <laughs> there were at least uh, five other cars besides mine that were pulled over by the uh, police on at the way the down same here time. at the exact same time.
0: I- I'm not surprised. I, I especially during later weekend, i saw many things where there was one cop car doing the, 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 the radar gunning, and another four car spot cars lined up beside them. To catch the people.
1: Yeah, that's that was the exact stuff they had. They had somebody just fucking them and calling them out.
0: So, that's right, folks. Don't speed. Fuck
1: the police.
0: Unless you're good at it. <laughs> what? Fucking police? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I am not saying which one I was referring to. I will leave that to your imagination
3: when there's a guy on an overpass pointing a radar gun at you, I don't think you can be good at speeding.
0: Well, if you realize that, oh, wait, there might be a guy. Cause usually there's tells. Like, you know, if there's a hill, there's a good chance they'll be right, right as the in- hill inclines. Um, if it's a truck way stop, they're almost always there. I mean, you can you can gauge yourself if you're trying to speed. It's also the amount of speeding you're doing. Like, if you're doing, like, five over, they're not going to care so much unless you're doing, doing like, 15, then you're probably stupid about it.
2: Also, if somebody wants to go way faster than you, let them. They'll get caught first.
0: (laughs) Or, if you're really lucky, you get a thing where there's actually, like, you'll be in the left lane, and there'll be a semi in front of you and behind you and to your side. And so they can't get to you anyways. Not that my... I didn't learn that from my father who did it all the time or anything, but...
1: This lesson on Evading the Police has been brought to you
0: by... The Awesome Guest, your podcast for everything awesome. Because Evading the Police is awesome. <laughs> We're all a little bit tired. <laughs> so, Friday. Friday was interesting. Um, Drew from Occupy Renditions and I got to kick off um, help kick off the con with a panel called the English Jamboree. It was
1: shouldn't, very, uh, shouldn't that be the English Jamboree?
0: You'd think. <laughs> you'd think, but we like our R's. So. It was very Englishy. It was very Englishy. It sadly was opposite both Daryl Surratt's anime 101 panel and the some form of Sojo panel, which sounded cool. But since I was running it, I said screw them and ran my panel.
2: But you guys had a line.
0: We did have a line a that line. was crazy. I've never had a panel with a line before. I don't think neither did Drew.
1: I did a panel with a line before, but like a line of code. Come on, guys! I know it's late, but
2: we heard tales. We heard tales of these panels with lines. <laughs> we never thought to see one.
0: Yeah, there were people actually waiting for something that me and Drew were doing. That was weird. Yeah. But. We went in, and after the usual con bout of technical difficulties, all the equipment was there, but it was just not syncing up correctly to Drew's computer, so we swapped in my netbook, and it, then it worked. Um, these things happen, like the one time in tech where they didn't have a TV for me, because somebody else needed a TV, and they're like, oh, snap, he needed a TV, too. Well, let's get a TV in. You know, things happen, but, you know, that's okay. Um... If you hear some knocking, it's because the people in the room beside us, someone's trying to get in, and apparently everyone else is either not there or asleep. Or are amused by his feeble struggles. We or hear
1: you knocking, but you can't come in.
2: He may have just uh, maybe he in. just
0: got in. I don't know. If so, so, kudos.
2: God bless you, Black Kamina, for finally getting in that room. <laughs> <laughs> for using your drill to bust through the door.
0: <laughs> He didn't have to believe in himself, he believed in us, who believed in him, that knocking on that door with his drill enough got him into that room. Or that loom, as we're talking <laughs> about <the English> Jamboree. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I had my set of um, Moe punk covers to um, audio guide us to, because we had audio, we shouldn't have video, and so we played those while everyone was waiting. So I got to hear wonderful renditions, it smells like Teen Spirit, and Basket Case. But yeah, it smelled like Teen Spirit, it was slowed down. Done by the same voice actress that does the um, Yuki from Haruki Suzumiya. Uh, I think it's Yukiko Goto. Sounds close,
2: yes. And
0: me. so they were there. It was wonderful to watch these uh, their faces, Donna, them what they were actually yeah. hearing.
2: Pretty fly for a white guy who gets me every time. Pretty fry. It, it yeah. Hurts my uh, oh,
0: because she even starts off with the uh, the was it German?
2: Mm-hmm. That it starts off with yeah. Oh, whatever it starts with. Yes. Yeah, it,
0: it's they do that, and it's also Englishy. Because it's the Japanese people trying to do a language that's not their own and they're not very good at it.
2: Yes, little Moe girl saying, All the
0: guys say, all the girls say, I'm pretty proud of all the white guys. <laughs> that just
2: probably didn't come through. I can't do it. It's, it'll have to be the musical in you, You'd have
0: to just hear it. Yeah. And if you're lucky, James won't play it. If
4: <laughs> we're very lucky. Or if he's feeling like a bastard, he won't play the entire album.
0: <laughs> uh, he could. I mean, I don't know once this is in his hands. Anything is possible. If but this,
4: if this podcast is about two hours, you've been warned. <laughs> he might play it beforehand and no one will ever hear this ever. But.
0: What the
1: fuck is this?
4: So he's saying that this podcast is more futile than it's been beforehand at this point. <laughs> or. Fertile. Fertile.
2: <laughs> Ingress to those slippery slopes. It, it is.
0: A shrippery shrope. <laughs> Um,
3: Is that Sean Connery?
0: Uh,
4: slope. <laughs> no, no, Sean Connery would not even dare
0: try to uh,
4: misplace English phrases.
0: No, he's just looking for S words. Um, English. For a <laughs> 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 that so we, that so we did some. We played like English things. Like I, Drew tried to keep me from playing um, Teriyaki Boys, where they did the theme on the to Tokyo Drift. But oh no, I got it in there. We also had some clips from good old Mr. Wakamoto from doing um Alexander Anderson and Hell we,
2: we had some Bible. other
0: stuff, some older stuff, um, I can't remember the name of it. It's the um, old cartoon where noken Well we, we did we didn't push the North Star, but I meant the um the oh, dialogue.
4: Um, oh the great um Oh that uh, uh the great great man the Sakigake uh, or something.
0: Yeah. I don't know the name of it, so you're just going to have to pretend that you know what I'm, I'm know what I'm talking about. No, you know they were American because he said his shirt said USA. It's true, and he was black with an afro. It's also important. Oh, if you're American,
4: you have
2: two choices: black well, with an afro or blonde hair, blue eyes, buzz cut. Isn't that kind of like that
1: wrestler? Uh, you know that you know he's Mexican because he has Mexican tattooed across his
4: stomach, plus the luchador mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always luchador mask.
2: Yeah, so racism is, you know, it's a worldwide uh, all-embracing phenomenon.
3: It's come along. It's it's so inclusive. Everybody can be a racist.
1: (laughs) Except
2: for
5: those white guys.
0: Of course. I mean, yeah, really.
5: Well, we've had it for so long, it was time for us to give it to somebody else.
4: We had suffered greatly for centuries. (laughs) We've been waiting for our restitution. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we, we, spent, we may actually
0: get emails on this one. Uh, we'll see. You're <laughs> thinking uh,
3: inviting us at this point. Uh,
0: I don't um, care. Did, um, did y'all guys do anything at 1 or were y'all still?
1: Um, at um, at let's see. From about 2 o'clock on, I was looking for the elusive uh, head of guest relations. So that was my day. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think actually, um, it may have been at the same time as Ingrid Shamari. I went to the uh, Mike Center Nicholas panel. Snicker, Nicholas? The one that he didn't show up for? Yeah, it? he didn't show up for 30 minutes, and I left. I think, meanwhile, you were texting me about things that were, we're
5: happening in the, in in the, the English, English chamber. chamber yeah.
3: I did, I did not realize before that
5: there were so many ills and R's in uh, Silent Night.
0: Oh, There's yes. Like with uh, Gact and a uh, other woman. There's a hell of a lot that of that L's other and woman. R's to mess up <laughs> in that. Right?
2: Gact is a very pretty man. <laughs> You'll understand my confusion. <laughs> That was a weird one
5: because he looks like he stepped out of an anime. He's got the coiffed hair and the red yeah. leather jacket and the
0: you, rings and he's all... Well, you know, know how the,
4: many anime characters are based on him now. You know yeah. how many video game or RPG yeah. characters are based on him
0: now. Just And how many times he's, he's it just in the work cosplayed as yeah. characters. I mean, he was once but I think I saw snake in a commercial.
4: He was
2: Ryder-Man in the Kamen Rider Decade movie. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, and I think he played
0: a character in one of the Fits in the North Star Oavs or... Yeah one of the new TV show or something. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's
2: a Gundam fan, he's a Kamen Rider fan, he is an anime fan, so he's he
0: gets involved in stuff. he got a horrible, warbling voice when he sings, but, I mean, <laughs> he, he gets around. <laughs>
1: he's, he's just god-awful, but
2: God bless him, he tries. He did a lot of free publicity for the Zeta Gundam movies, so I cut him some slack. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 2 o'clock was the, um, center Nicholas, not center nipples. um, yeah that I heard earlier. Oh, well, whatever. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he gets his last name hacked up all sorts of neat and interesting ways. Yeah, but unlike uh,
2: Muhammad Amemna, I I care if I get his name wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that was at 2 o'clock, and I don't know what we were doing it to. I don't
2: know. I know... That was many hours ago where sleep happened in between, but not enough.
0: So I know for me, that was when I went for uh, 3 p.m. and went to the State of the Anime Nation. Yeah, yeah I think that was good. Yeah, that was a really good cool. one. We all did
3: the same
0: crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that <it> was Helen <laughs> so McCarthy, and, well and <laughs> um, Tim Older got in there eventually. Um, Walter Amos, I think, got onto it. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Oh. Was Jonathan Tarbox on that, or Jake Tarbox? There's people on it. Yeah, I think I came in late.
3: I, I, don't, Neil I don't remember, I remember that. Then? Yeah,
0: Neil, Neil Nailman was, that was it. That was it. Who was the thing of Neil Nailman Because he
3: was the one that rewrote the title on the dry race board to "Old Farts Talk about, about the Good, good
0: old, old Days." days. Yeah, uh,
2: I think that's when I hit the dealer's room and found an "Endless Frontier" too, uh, in Japanese. So I've given up on it coming out in the US, but uh, kind of happy. Uh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and it was it was really neat to hear them talk about the anime, uh, state of anime nation and they went old stuff and new stuff. I mean, they were it was pretty comprehensive. Yeah. And these are people who, when they talk, you just listen, and you're like, "That's so enlightening! Wow, I feel like I'm a better person because I went to this panel."
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, was they, did, that. They, they brought up a lot of interesting points. Um, so it was pretty cool. It seems like the last half of the panel was just um, discussing, you know, the old style of you know, distributing anime on discs versus streaming and all the different options and how we were in this period of um, restructuring and things were going to settle out later
0: yeah unfortunately yeah, I mentioned the later half of it because I had to dip out early uh, to meet to the 4 o'clock panel that was the other panel me and Drew did or Drew and I did no, I'm an English teenager, I should actually pronounce you know, use English correctly um, which was our AWA's wild, wild world of sports anime where me and Drew talk about how awesome sports anime is just is, it's awesome, and you should like the stuff.
2: Or so they claim.
0: My, uh, well, my argument is that sports anime as a genre is incorrect. Um, it's, all the sports anime that, you, that can be watched, it actually fits into all the other genres that anime have. Whether it's shounen, seinen, shojo, what have you, it's all already there. And
2: you did not mention any of my three favorite sports animes. Not a one. No Ayane's High Kick, no Metal Fighter's Miku, no Basquash.
0: Okay, you only mentioned, you only asked for Metal Fighter's Miku. Yeah, that's my favorite though. And you told us after we'd already ripped all our clips.
2: I told you in a response on something, that thing on the internet that talked Because you asked for sports anime, and I told you in an unrelated. And I
0: must have just ignored it. You you did. I am a bad, bad man.
2: You did. And that's one of those shows that just nobody remembers so it, it should have been put out there just so someone went, oh yeah
0: but other than that we did a pretty it wasn't the most comprehensive you know thing but we did a pretty good job of you know hitting the highlights of like the baseball volleyball you know it was it we talked to pretty good sports and people in there were at a much bigger crowd than I expected I expected like two when I got like 20 25 cool. I mean it was it filled out more and more as time went on. So yeah, you
2: get a lot of Prince of Tennis and I Shield fans, but there were some people who brought up some of the older stuff.
0: And so it was, it was good stuff. And then I think I made a beeline for that as soon as that ended. To the uh, Sinji armaki Yeah, Shinji
2: armaki is the man. Just, he is a badass.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know if you all got to make it to his pan- either of his panels. I, I made it to
2: the one I kinda caught, We kind of caught the second half. Yesterday and then caught the first half today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he <laughs> had did some it twice. He had some really really neat things to say, like how mm-hmm. Bogum Crisis* started off, where they're like, you know, *Terma* the Terminator is really cool. What if we had cute girls fight the Terminator? And like powered Armor, wouldn't that be cool? Let's do that.
2: <laughs> Let's make sure they're extra naked whenever they put on their armor too.
0: Well, that's why they got Kenichi Sunoda to do yeah. the character designs. <laughs>
2: yeah, Shinji Aramaki does come off as like a sci-fi nerd and. You know, a, a basically nice, down-to-earth guy.
0: And he also showed off some neat trailers. He's working on a new um, CG Harlock movie.
2: That looks totally badass. I, I yes, I, I, I was aroused just from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mecca porn. He's also uh,
0: doing the designs for Star Driver, which is Bone's new oh, anime yeah. coming out this fall season. season.
2: It will be the unholy bastard child of Auron High Host Club and Utena, and that child will be a giant robot.
0: <laughs> That's the go, we'll see if they make like, it
2: I, I liked one part of that equation
1: That was the last part
0: <laughs> But he had a lot of really neat things to say and It was really neat, you know it's, it's a rare treat to have an actual guest Who's done so much work been, Like I mean, he's yeah. He did a lot of his he did designs for Mozilla Peta He did the uh, science, uh, hard suits for um, Bone Crisis he did the uh, vehicles and stuff in mask.
2: Yeah, I'm a little confused on the bubblegum crisis because Kenichi Tsunoda gets credit for original hardsuit design. Like in the new bubblegum crisis TV, or the newer TV series. The 2040 yeah. abomination? Yeah, so I, I'm not, I think Shinji Aramaki mostly worked on like the Modus Slaves mm. and probably the Boomers. I, I don't think he did the hard suit at least not entirely, but he also said "Hey, he and Kenichi Sonoda worked really closely during that period, so...
0: And played lots of video
2: games. And played a lot of video games. Sorry, I don't know, nerd fact-checking. I'd like that. to uh,
1: <laughs> play video games with Kenichi Sonoda. <laughs> or, or
0: Shinji Aramaki, I mean, yeah. But well,
2: it, I, I'm just saying I wanted
1: to, uh, Kenichi Sonoda to uh, draw me lots of naked pictures of Rally after we're done playing. I mean, that's that's all I'm saying here. I mean, it's nothing in Shinji Aramaki, like I said, he's a badass
2: but, you know, negative things are really... Uh, really. Um, you know, like Megazone 2.3, Galaxy three, yeah. Movies, I think. Yeah, Golf Force, I'm pretty sure, also. Um, Golf Force. Cause. I believe he... could have, I believe saying mecha design and Wikipedia, unless it was someone else who worked on it, so...
0: <laughs> the man's done a lot. I mean, you can... Just go check A&N or Wikipedia, and you'll see he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of really neat things to say. He's and, done a
2: lot of mecha stuff that is not... Bandai Sunrise. And that's kind of notable unto itself.
0: <sighs> and after that, that's I think that's when Kevin and I went to go get food, so... Yeah, food was <laughs> we're, necessary. We're, so what were we all doing around this time?
1: What, what time was that? Hold on. Like, right after Shinji yeah, Uh We're talking between like four a, and six. Um, again, that would be me standing in the dealer's room trying to get hold of the guest relations guy. My Friday sucked.
3: Yeah,
5: trying to... Well, I, uh, actually, I need to backtrack for a second, because I actually did go to the It Came From France. Okay.
4: Panel, which was really cool. Right after and the English panel.
5: I, I basically stayed in one room for about four hours. Nothing of um, like that. And that was really interesting. I, they actually got me excited about a few things that, that I had not seen anything about. Uh, in particular, Wakfu actually looked pretty good. I mean, but I mean there was, they had some really just beautiful stuff that, I mean, for all the world, it looked like anime, but it was coming out of France
4: they did talk about Mysterious Cities of Gold.
5: I don't, I think they mentioned it, but they didn't show anything from it. They showed stuff from Wakfu, from, uh, Valerian, and Laureline, um,
4: oh, Holy Spies.
5: No, they, uh, there's one they mentioned. They showed one from, I swear they called it Renaissance, I don't know what it was. It looked kind of like Sin City, um, only, hmm. more CG, but very, and, and just black and white. Um, and then one called uh, a- something in Asmar, um, which looked weird, but the story seemed kind of interesting. But yeah, that was actually pretty cool. I mean, there is some interesting stuff that I actually intend to try to track some of it down. Unfortunately, some of it, like the Valerian stuff, which looked cool, hasn't even been subtitled. So there's, there's yeah, unless you know French.
0: I know that was... Um, More than
2: I'll ever admit.
0: <laughs> I know it was another Walter Amos, Rob Finelan... I get not up things tonight. Um, was Helen on that one as well? Or? I don't
5: remember who was actually presenting that
0: one. I, I know Rob Fenelon and Walter Amos was on it. Because they were walking in as we, me and Drew were packing up. Where I then proceeded to forget my computer mouse. And then had to go grab it during the State of the Anime Nation panel. Oh, yeah. So, so if anyone saw some random fat guy walk up in front and grab his computer mouse... That was me.
1: Which random fat guy?
0: <laughs> That's Basil. <laughs> um, the next panel I ended up going to was Anime's Crazy of Steph's. Always a good trip. Uh, but before that, we caught the very tail end of uh, AMV Hell 5. Yeah. Which um, Neil here yeah, had were. a ton of videos about on six, it. 16
4: clips. Unfortunately, I'm kind of half and half. of this one was really good or really bad, I think it's mostly the fact that well, I was in it. And I was mostly being uh, worried about how videos was going to be taken, which like half and half of my videos were taking very well or just silence.
2: Oh, okay, tailspin! And I think I was one of the few people who got the sunrise on one.
4: Well, um, um, did you watch Always Sunny? I, I've, some people some people it, chuckled just because they kind of knew the song from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I was—I felt bad because the Rosenmaiden set, to master of puppets, kind of was basically just silent. That one took like, uh, like two weeks to work on because I would never watched Rosenmaiden before I made this.
0: Well, I don't blame you. Um, Rosenmaiden's a very in- special show. Well, I have this—I have this problem of coming up with these funny ideas, even if I never watched the
4: show, and I was like, "Oh crap, I actually had to watch it." Yeah,
2: creepy ball to doll running too much my Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask.
0: It's better, better, yeah, better uh, that you don't. Better that uh, you don't. Um, but yeah, anime's craziest deaths, or as it says on this schedule, I'm looking at greatest deaths. Um, of course, Daryl Srat of Anime World, Order who does a wonderful set of all sorts of crazy, bloody deaths that you know. Just
2: mostly older stuff, but you just don't have that many awesome, crazy deaths anymore.
0: But he found the the good stuff that's recent, as well as a lot of the good stuff from the past.
2: Yeah, as always, it's some North star moment, at least one. Later, <laughs> there's like... Oh, yeah, a you bunch. Several,
0: several. I mean, that, the is just one long string of awesome deaths.
2: Bao, uh, oh, JoJo's Guard Adventures, Cybernax Guardian, Genocyber,
0: <laughs> good stuff. I and mean, he would show stuff like, say, Sword of the Stranger, which is a... Pretty recent anime, as far I promise, as
2: it, I think the most recent thing he had. Was it like, was yeah, um,
0: which is an awesome movie. Y'all should go buy it. But
2: I think I actually saw that one in the
5: theater.
2: Yep,
0: I think they did like a limited. I think movie. they did it's very limited. It was Adam Events. Yeah,
2: it was a Adam Events thing, kind of like Ninja Scroll, but way more accessible to a more general audience.
0: Well, it's uh, it was Bones, and yeah, so it was awesome. the guy um, who does a lot of their action scenes. Yeah. I, thi- I think he did, like, all the actions in say dar- darker than black. Like, he directed the action parts that, w- that were in there, so... The man knows how to do an awesome fight scene. And that's pretty much what Sword the Stranger is. It's just one long, long string of awesome fight scenes, which is exactly what I wanted out of it. But after that, I made a... I cut out that one right before it ended to catch the very tail end of Toyland anime, so I could make it for anime hell. Saw an amazing clip from some newer version of Titanic. No, no, it was made.
4: before the uh, first Titanic. Okay, before the first Titanic. Actually, uh, speaking of technical difficulties, he'd had like thirty minutes take uh, gone because his computer crashed during oh. the, during like the uh, t- uh, Titanic with the rapping dog. Because <laughs> after that, he showed the what the first Titanic animated movie with this big, gigantic, cutesy Disney uh, tentacle, uh, tentacled tentacled uh, octopus. Which was uh, deemed so uh, such a big hit in Italy that they decided to make a movie just on the octopus.
2: <laughs> wow. My God.
4: With a, with a dog with a gun underneath the water, shooting sharks. A, a wow.
0: flintlock pistol shooting laser beams. Yes, on a chariot. You were just making crap up. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, I, no, no, we no, wish no, no, we, we call call. were. I wish we were. This is what we saw. I was, We I, saw this. We saw the visual first. It is It is true. It is 100% true. He is not lying. One bit. One bit. And this is when they had the rapping toy
4: fish, uh, gay fish. It's like Paul you're Lin. Not. If Paul Lin had a spring, and it was you're, a you're fish.
5: This yeah, you're You're our change. No, no, go. no. We're no, not going to take not. this seriously. We're going to go home.
4: Like, like, he put on the wrist, and then he got out the DJ uh, turntables. Underwater. <laughs> oh, That's so
0: creepy. <laughs> oh, and it was a perfect off. interest straight into hell and Dave put on a wonderful wonderful show full of awesome anime dudes punching and kicking ass uh, wonderful brand new safety videos that are just as violent if not more violent than uh, forklift driver Klaus More violent I think Like it was man He he outdid himself this time I really really enjoyed it and that was pretty much it as far as the convention itself went, at least yeah, for me. Friday. I
5: don't
0: know if y'all have anything else.
5: We caught the tail end, I think, of uh, <laughs> Anime I don't know what we went to because we had to leave. We, we went to L.C. Catshit One. that's right. What they showed, Catshit One. Oh, what, catch it, on. yeah, yeah but yes. I missed it.
4: Oh, that was so good. I know they had the fan parodies after um, Anime Hill, like they always do. But supposedly there was a new one, but uh, I was too tired to watch it.
1: For those of you who uh, don't know what Catch It One is, it's basically a very serious war movie, sort of like uh, they describe it as a cross between The Hurt Locker and Black Hawk Down. Only the good guys are, are rabbits and the bad guys are camels. And it's one hundred percent serious.
3: And
5: it's it, realistically it's rendered. Yes, it is realistically rendered and incredibly intense. And you, at times, you forget. Holy crap, that's a rabbit. Until, you know, like, <laughs> he's got a sniper rifle. <laughs> Until well, his tail twitches or his nose wiggles yeah. or something.
2: It's, um, it's sort of a stealth pun in that rabbit in Japanese, Usagi, if you spell it phonetically, is U-S-A-G-I, and that's why they're rabbits.
5: Ah, uh, <laughs> I see what it. they did now. <laughs> the rest ah. of it just kind of
2: seemed like whatever seemed appropriate for whatever country. It is a manga, and it does it, the manga actually deals more with Vietnam and this new animated series. Uh, it's going to be a series of direct-to-video. It's more um, Middle Eastern, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I walked away from it saying, I hate to say this, but I actually really like that. I wanted to change all of my uh, gamer tags and stuff to cat shit one.
3: <laughs> I think we also watched ha- uh, High School of the Dead. Yeah, so we caught
5: uh, the first two episodes, which I'd seen the first episode of High School of the Dead before. which um, just an interesting anime. I, don't, I really don't think I could watch it if not for all the fan service.
3: Yeah, I was the opposite. I liked the concept, but it was too much high school you, fan service You not feel no creepy. Thing.
5: You should never drag on a zombie story. Because I, uh, I, I, I think there comes a point where it gets
4: well, repetitive. I think the manga is a little bit more punchier, but I only read like uh, the first volume. I never really uh, got that they far. They keep
2: kind of going from one situation to another and sort of a logical progression, at least what I've watched of the show so far. Well, yeah, it's logical to go uh,
4: shooting zombies, too, basically going to the bathhouse and grabbing boobs. Very oh, cool.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, totally. I saw okay. them the uh, first episode when, you know, it has these two girls running around and they're like, we're gonna be best friends forever and then oh. one of the zombies, you know, grabs this one girl's ankle and she's pulling on the other girl trying to get help. And she's like, bitch, and they reluct like, you and pushes her down yeah. the stairs. The
0: kicks her in the face. But the following scene where they just show you from her panties down de- yeah, legs. Yeah, because she's like upside down. Like, as, as you see her, you hear her getting eaten, all you see her your her crotch and legs twitching.
1: At least she wore her nice panties that day. They had, like, yeah. the little bow on them and everything. They weren't just, like, like the the cotton-like granny panties or anything. The
4: animators knew what to focus on. And that point <laughs> is when I turned it
0: off. I was like, I'm done. You didn't even yeah, get to the was make it to of like. no, I, was,
2: I was like, come on, show me more. What you got? I yeah. like the show. I do find the fan service kind of jarring.
0: But, yeah. like, this one, it, it was like... They're, they're going for peanut butter and jelly, and they went for peanut butter and sauerkraut. It just, you know, I mean, they might be two great tastes, but for me, they just did not go together.
5: I, I don't know. It's, it, for me, it was like the... Because I'm, I'm not a big fan of fan service. That's an odd statement. Um, <laughs> but to me, at least it broke it up. Because otherwise, I'm like... It'd just be weird. depressing, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of get the feeling that if without the fan service,
2: I would end up feeling really depressed. They,
5: they Instead they of like, of well, this is kind of
2: funny in a weird sort of way. I mean, yeah, they do not just fan service; they do have they do slip into some mood lighteners just with the character interaction every so often between, oh my god, zombie apocalypse or whatever else is going wrong for them that day.
0: <laughs> and it also might be one of those things where it's just jarring because you know a lot of zombie movies do have fan service. But the kind of fan service the Japanese do, especially in these TV shows nowadays, is completely for fan service you would see normally and say, A Dawn the Dead. And so I think that might be one of those things where it's like, this is not what I want to look at when I'm looking at a zombie thing.
1: Yeah, I'm bored by zombie, like American zombie movies anyway, so I'm like, oh,
5: this is different.
0: <laughs> oh, and
5: did see Corpse Princess as well, which wasn't too bad. I don't know that I launched the whole series, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. That's the whole... Um, Reanimated corpses, but then the good guy's also a reanimated corpse that is
2: killing reanimated
0: corpses. Maybe we watched
2: like one episode of that at, at, at Haas and then they, it got licensed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was
0: actually being licensed beforehand. We just have to still catch an episode of it before. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's. That is Friday. Mm-hmm.
2: Stuff happened.
1: Stuff. And uh, then okay. we went in the rock band room and uh, after. Several people played, like, uh, metal songs, as I said, to play some James Brown. (laughs) Big fat white guy singing Get Up, I Feel Like a Sex Machine. Good time for head Mm file.
0: And yet, that does not surprise me. It
1: shouldn't.
0: (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with more AWA. So I'm here talking to two cosplayers who are cosplaying something that's not anime. Hi, I'm Scott Pilgrim.
6: I'm Ramona Flowers.
0: So, why did you choose this to cosplay at an anime convention?
6: Well,
7: we just really like um, O'Malley's work on the graphic novels are awesome, the movie was really good too, and um, we really relate to the characters.
6: And it's a lot of fun. I mean, you get to come out here and play a bass. Yeah. So, it's pretty bad.
7: Always good.
0: Can you also play the uh, tune of Final Fantasy II, A.K. Final Fantasy IV?
7: You know, I looked that up, but I just didn't have time to learn it before the convention. So,
0: do you think he really should be cosplaying Scott Pilgrim, then, if, he, if this is the case?
6: Oh, yeah, because he can play everything else.
7: This is true. Oh, thank you. It's really
0: cute. So, here we are. We will have a anim- person who is cosplaying an anime character. What's your name? Yui. From, uh, K-On. Yes. So, what has been y'all's favorite thing so far about the convention?
7: Um... Getting recognized is good. After the movie came out, you get recognized a lot more. Like, uh, we did this at An which was a couple of months ago before the movie came out, and not as much recognition.
6: Hanging out with friends, seeing a bunch of people, meeting up with fellow fans. You know, just everything. Um, seeing all the costumes.
0: All right, so um, if you had to pick one of the three, which of the Scott Pilgrim properties would you pick?
7: What, which one of those? Oh, I'd go with the comics.
6: Comics all the way.
0: All right. So, what are y'all looking forward to right now at the convention, or upcoming in the convention?
7: Um, yeah, we have a gig um, at a uh, what was it, a, po- a podcast panel coming up. Uh, we got our Stephen Stills. He's headed over here right now, and uh, we're gonna play Threshold intro out the panel.
6: That's what he said. <laughs> Sorry. So the podcast panel at three thirty.
7: It's at 7.
0: Oh, 7 o'clock, okay. So, what are you looking forward to later on the convention?
6: Um, the costume contest.
0: Are you going to compete or are you just going to go attend?
6: I entered into it.
0: Awesome, well, good luck. Thank you. And y'all have a wonderful time at the con.
7: Thank you.
6: Thank you very much.
0: So, Saturday. A day that started with the letter S.
1: It's a day like any other
0: at an anime con. Lots of people in costumes. Some of them might have been acting stupid. Or all of them. Equally so, people not in costume. Because fans can sometimes be stupid. Now, I might be sounding overly critical, because the first panel I went to was Everyone's a Critic, which was done pr- by the AWO guys um, and gal. As well as Paul Chapman of the Greatest Movie Ever Mm. podcast, as they all at some capacity write for Otaki USA, which is the only actual actively publishing anime magazine in the biz. Apparently, technically, at least out of this recording, Protoculture Addicts has one more issue to be published one day, but. One. Who knows?
1: Yeah, so the DGM they had to relaunch the magazine before
0: they published. It. Well, that that's a whole different creature right there, where that was you know the people who owned that one sold it, yeah. or you know got you know stopped it because they ran out of money, mm-hmm. and then the original owner bought it and restarted himself. Yes. So, but anyways, it was uh, a general discussion. Uh, try not to focus too much on the online criticism, more on the magazine and at least the written criticism not the spoken criticism like say podcasts might offer that was a panel for later but it was like blogs and whatnot, and you know the various trends and and what have yous, and what's what's affecting why would you want to do it that sort of stuff
2: the difference between a review and a critique <laughs> that one, one has you're... a number yeah
0: but it was it, it was it was good times it was good times and I think then from our point, we made a beeline. What's more, back to the breach with, to listen to Sinji Aramaki talk. Yeah, I catch the first half of this panel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we were even awake this early. Because we're talking like we're talking like 10 a.m. here. Nuts. I don't know. Were you all awake at 10 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. I got up yeah. at yeah. eight.
3: Actually, I was at the uh, everyone's well, a critic panel right. as well. I, I saw you.
0: It's a
4: weird thing about how my job is at like at 6:30 nowadays. Of course, I had to wait like an hour for like housekeeping to send us up new towels.
1: Do you want me to fluff your pillow?
4: No. Oh, yeah, they need to give me, give me back my pillow. They took it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, yes. Holy crap. They, they saw it. It was white and fluffy. So they thought I it was tell theirs. you,
0: don't
5: get bitch.
0: <laughs> well, so, did y'all do anything? they the Okay. I hit the...
5: I, got, I caught the last few minutes of merchandising anime not enough to really tell you what it was about. Um, but he was there. But I was there. There may be video evidence.
4: I did see um, a little bit of uh, Laura Bailey talking about her job. That's about it. At
0: 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. You
1: can listen to our podcast with Laura Bailey from EmTech.
0: Or well, you we can listen to our podcast with Laura Bailey from attack Either way. You should <laughs> actually listen to back-to-back, just like how they were recorded. <laughs> <laughs> to get the full
2: sensory experience.
1: That's
0: right.
2: Yeah, I don't think kind of looked around the dealer's room, Hey, I don't know. I didn't really, until the podcaster's panel, I don't think we really did anything.
0: Yeah, after Shinji Aramaki, we pretty yeah. much just ran around until the podcast show panel. I did the panel. catch
2: the tail end of the yokai panel, which are traditional Japanese folklore, monsters, and I kind of wish I'd been there for the whole thing, because it seemed kind of cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, I cut the end of that before the podcasting panel, and I don't even think the book explained what yokai was, so... Really, I, I probably would have gone.
2: Yeah, if I'd it, know. it really
3: didn't say anything. It's sort
2: of like I kind of knew what Yokai was. I just didn't know what the necessarily the panel was going to be about. But it was okay. Uh, I uh, I caught the.
5: I managed to catch the most of the Outland Armor panel, which was really cool. I've, I've caught them before though, so uh, some of the stuff I'd heard, I'd heard before. But but they're they really know their stuff, and they seem to be really helpful so if you're if you're looking to create some sort of steampunk armor or just any kind of prop for cosplay um, they seem to be like really good people to talk to and caught also sort of the last part of the costume armor assembly because I thought yeah I'm, I'm running on my theme
0: now did the outland guys gals whoever um, do they focus on the anime side or on the steampunk side
5: they themselves pretty well do the steampunk thing. Because besides doing the props, um, they're actually sort of a... They have alter egos that are characters that, of a uh, sky pirate ship. So, I mean, they're pretty immersed in the, in, this, in the steampunk thing. But they seem pretty well versed in general. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you, you really can't hurt to talk to them if you're trying to make something.
3: Let's say um, you, you're saying they, they have their characters. You were talking about... Um, their experience at MTAC and how they oh explain God. that as... Yeah, they well, no, I don't think it was in character. That's just
5: the, the, the lead guy, um, I think his name's Danny. He's just kind of weird. I like listening to him. Um, but they said it was Poseidon's Wrath because they lost, apparently during the floodpocalypse at MTAC this year, they lost four cars and a converted bus and nearly ten years' worth of props. Um, the only thing that saved them was that they were in rubber-made containers that floated to the top of the bus, and because there's that gap between the top of the window and the top of the roof, the water didn't get into those. But but they did lose the, the vehicles, and they explained it as uh, Poseidon's wrath because they had decided to be sky pirates instead of regular pirates. And that was the domain of Zeus. <laughs> and it had anger Poseidon.
0: Well, it really was M-Tech Odyssey. I mean, if you really think about it,
3: just a different type of odyssey. Yes. That, yeah. Uh,
5: I'm. I'm waiting for whatever the natural disaster for M. Eleven is going to be.
0: Fire. D- don't don't say don't say anything. Let 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 it be a surprise. Well, you know or, or maybe it's a, or maybe it'll be M. Shyamalan like twist where it's not a surprise and nothing bad happens.
5: Uh, I was about to say where it sucks.
0: Yeah. At the end
2: of wow this impact sucked.
3: Damn you Shyamalan. Even.
5: But no, I mean David Leemers. David lemurs. <laughs> Ninja started with a tornado. Uh, Odyssey ended with a flood. Eleven, I'm, I'm betting earthquake, and then twelve's the end of the world.
4: Just in time for
0: 2012.
5: That's, that's I think that's going to be their theme too. The world ends with MTAC.
2: <laughs> oh, lord.
0: Well, speaking of end of the world, I guess we'll go into the podcasters panel, and you would never suspect who might have been on that panel.
1: Or who showed up 15 know. minutes late because he was in line getting an autograph? It seemed like 13. a bunch of losers. who didn't really
0: have their crap together. I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> That's right. On the podcasters panel, there were podcasters. Um, oh gosh, there is. It was there were almost many panels that there were people in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There um, were was myself, um, Drew, you guys. um... All of the AWO, uh, Paul Chapman and another guy who uh, was actually
5: absu- Gothagara from Konaha Corner.
0: Okay. I'm glad I'm let, I remembered his name. Yes. Well I was sitting right next to Well that would make it easier.
5: And I think I called him ugly by accident. So
1: Well he purchase.
0: likes Naruto, so that's okay. Um
5: <laughs> We
1: forgive people. We we love. Not that we're not Naruto. It's not like, like it's, it's twilight or
0: anything.
4: Really I should go for
0: like, what if it was? Anyways. like
4: vampire ninjas? Believe it. <laughs>
0: mm, God. Um, he was actually... I'm still
2: going on. It could happen. <laughs> it it is nice to
0: know that someone actually don't put in for a podcaster's roundtable as the rest of us had no idea what was going on. Like, I talked to Drew and he like, I don't know. I thought a- AWO was doing it. I talked to Drew. They thought I was doing it. Like, we had no idea. We just thought they put it on the schedule and just hoped we'd show up.
5: So nobody knows who actually scheduled the I, I
0: think it's, it's, um... Guru Garo... Oh, Goliath, really? dude. Because <laughs> um, he was the first guy at the table It was like, oh, okay. hey, y'all yeah, can sit down if you want. And so I think he was the one that started. I could be wrong, but... And then
2: he left early to do his Naruto photo shoot.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's okay, because, um... Daryl did a really good job of sort of...
2: Organizing it. Organ, you know, moderating, moderating, moderating it. Moderating it. it.
0: Um, it going. And the, uh, it, was, it was neat. We talked about a lot of neat stuff. I won't go into too much detail, because just doing a pod... Trying to talk about a podcasting panel on a podcast is just a little bit too navel-gazing for my blood. Um,
2: <laughs> it's like totally meta, man. It's...
0: <laughs> It's like what if you did a meta podcast while being meta about it? it there's meta, and then there's meta, meta, meta. Dude, like, what if we were like all a podcast? <laughs> Holy crap! Like, you just blew my mind. Okay, like if you want to go, like you know, man, we go. Whoa! Double podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> oh, double meta. Way. Double meta all the <laughs> way. Double <laughs> podcast. Anyways, um, are we all that same, then? Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate you. Dave um, <laughs> will do it.
1: Well, I, I tell you what. Um, apparently we got some rapists here in Lincoln Park. <laughs>
3: Climb you in your, your windows. Oh, my God. It's just... Hey,
0: hey, hey, to hey, hey. That was from, from our town, all right? All right. You know, hide your windows, <laughs> guy. He was Huntsville. <laughs> Bygum.
1: <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife.
0: Anyways, the only... Is that the only thing... The worst part about the panel podcast was probably we had, uh, we had a lot of people on the panel, yeah. and I've discovered that the more people you add to something, the harder, the it, is to, <laughs> harder it is to the harder it's control. Uh, I think in this case we just had a lot of overlapping ideas. Yeah, yeah. Like because there were several times where they were started one in, and my brain's like, okay, I know what I want to say, they just said it, okay. think of something else, okay. They yeah. just said it. Okay?
2: I, I may be wrong, and maybe he'll correct me later, but it seems like Drew from watching our renditions had something he was trying to say, and people kept cutting him off. And,
0: and, well, I mean, it's one of those things, it's hard, because you have a one gigantic line of people. And it's hard to see. And it's hard to see. Yeah. Like, I couldn't see any of you guys, right. because you're at the other end, and me and Drew are at the, at the other opposite exactly. end. Um, all I could do was stare at um, Gerald's wonderful face. Um, anyways. Uh, but it was still fun, and we I think we still did a pretty good job. We oh, did the yeah. absolute best job we could. I think so. In, in situation and still turned a good panel, and I think people came away, had a better idea what we were about than we were before, which is the best thing you could really hope for. Yeah. And definitely gave me some room like when Gerald mentioned something like Pandora for podcasts that seemed like a really neat idea that I hope someone actually does yes
2: and and next year everyone at that panel will have their own podcast and then there won't be anybody (laughs) they'll all be panelists (laughs) man you never
0: never know how that works because um, I don't know if Letty's going to be listening to this at all but there was a group of guys um, I just know Letty um, as he was the guy who always would talk to me. Um, this is not an anime podcast. They started it, unfortunately, it's passed over a year. Things, I, think, I guess, fell apart, and they're no longer a podcast. And that happens a lot. The fact that we've stuck around for two and a half years is kind of saying something. Yeah, five days. That, yeah. that AWO has stuck around for like five years or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long y'all have been.
1: Uh, a little over two years now. And that's just podcasting.
3: Our site's been up for almost three now, isn't it? I think so. It was 2007. Yeah. Was yeah, a lot
0: of... And I can guarantee you that when I chose the name Awesome Cast, I looked at... there's a ton of podcasts that actually had the full Awesome and Cast as a name, and they all had, like, three episodes and died. Like, there's, like, seven of them. And so there's a lot of podcasts that start and then end. Like, it, it takes dedication to keep these things going. And so... There you go, but now we're starting to get into the whole navel gazing thing. Anyways, yeah. moving on.
3: Well, I, I do want to say that it was pretty awesome that you guys. Uh, you just like, hey, yeah, you guys should come up, and then you know I got up there and like, oh crap, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be those guys.
1: I well, was I was that guy, admittedly, because uh, as Basil alluded to, there's sort of that problem where the question goes on so long, there's like 15 people answering it that. I had to have a serious question, then if somebody took that, I had to have a smart-ass question.
0: Well, like I told you guys, at the, you know, after the panel, um, when I got onto the podcasting panel two years ago at AWA, it was all Daryl going, hey, Basil, get up on here, because they had played our promo, um, the, their last podcast before AWA hit. And so he already knew that I was a podcaster, and he was like, oh, hey, Basil, I know you podcast. So you should get up here and talk about podcasting, which then led to me meeting Nico, who is the um, director of media relations at MTAC, oh, yeah. which led me to go to start going to MTAC again for Sirius, and um, as actual media. And that's actually I met you guys, yep. and it, it's you know, the whole you know snake eats its own tail. And you got on the podcast panel today, so. It's a magical circle, and now you know the rest of the story, as I I kind of like George Decay. It it ended weird. It ended with
1: us, which really
2: makes a shitty story. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's not a happy ending. It's an ending. And one day you too will call up a newbie podcast or lesser-known podcast to the table. (laughs) I don't
1: think it gets any lesser-known than us we we
5: must pass the curse on <laughs> we, we cannot die until we have <laughs> yeah it's like our
4: geos or something anything else we well i guess we uh what did we do panel of doom no no anime beforehand yeah I
2: did, oh did you see that oh i
4: saw the bit before panel of doom at least uh, about 30 minutes beforehand like they were talked about like what makes anime stand out they must be basically gushing over stud shows like all of Shoji Kawamori's work, like Ninja Scroll. They talked about like uh, Fist of the North Star, Co- uh, Space Adventure Cobra, even stuff like Rikyo, Baki the Grappler. <laughs> like if you can just like punch a lion through its mouth, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or like the mathematica- mathematical equation of manliness. Like Kenshiro is uh, Bruce Lee. <laughs> Plus Mad Max times Jesus.
1: <laughs> these, these are facts.
0: He's a savior that solves problems with his fist. Okay, well, he does. Um, it's totally 100% true. Yeah, see, for us, that was when we were getting dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we came in um, for uh, Daryl Surratt's Panel of Doom, which, um, again, good Very stuff. Like Panel of like, Doom. Yeah. It was mostly new stuff. I mean, I know when he was making it, he actually had to go back and add in older stuff. Because he didn't want to have just nothing but new stuff. He wanted something people could go back to that they enjoyed. Puppet Kung Fu. Puppet Kung Fu. Penguins. Um, Penguins. Lots of penguins. The Doctor from Gotcha Man is a dick.
2: Yeah, lots of clips from uh, Super Robot Red Baron. Classic Mm -hmm. Toku Tatsu show.
0: Yes, which was so awesome that I actually used my phone to get on Amazon and order it while the panel was going on during one of the clips.
4: Oh, like Cat Shit 1, speaking of uh, basically war with cuteness, they did, uh, since they had about penguins selling beer like for Bud Ice and for Suntory's Beer, uh, the Suntory's Beer mascots of penguins was so popular they decided to do Vietnam with penguins. <laughs> yeah, that was almost as good as Cat Shit 1.
2: Almost. <laughs> that was no, no, decades beforehand. Well,
1: well, the penguins come back home from Vietnam and, you know, become like hobos and stuff because that be I'm imagining
3: Rambo
5: First Blood
1: With penguins, <laughs> with penguins.
5: That's God. just weird That'd be the best movie ever <laughs> Yes yes, yes okay. it would They're all De- dead Death March The
1: penguins March of the penguins,
6: Death <laughs> of the penguins. <laughs> They drew first blood Now what if
0: <laughs> Now what if they did a crossover We catch it one in uh, What if it penguins? was like The bunny And yeah, the bunnies Versus the penguins <laughs> Then the, a giant the, walrus Came in and ate them all the Death March the, of the, the Penguins. The
5: Coke uh, Polar Bear came in and ate them. <laughs> that's the pro. that's your product placement for
2: Coca-Cola, yeah. That's how you get it made. You know, that was some good stuff all around. That was,
0: but that, that was, that was our, um, well, that, was, that was our Saturday.
1: We, oh. uh, did an interview later that day. Um, finally, like, a day and a half worth of work on my end for ten minutes of an interview with Big Mignola.
5: Which turned yeah, out yeah. really well for ten <sighs> minutes, but, you know. Uh. Well, I mean, I get the feeling mm-hmm. that that oh, doesn't necessarily have the same kind of setup that, say, Intact does. No, they they, do do, they they don't. I mean, I mean, they tried. I mean, they they were. They the guy in the end did try really hard to, to find us some time.
0: Um, yeah, I to uh, I don't think he had
5: the support quite that Christie has at Intact. Like, well, Intact
0: well, goes way out of their way to make sure that they make these things happen.
5: Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: and they've been. I think. I don't know. It was, I've never actually asked Edway for interviews or anything from anybody. Um, so I don't know what their procedure is.
1: They don't really have one. They expect not to uh, hear any replies from your emails for several weeks.
0: Yeah, but, but, yeah, it, but intel said they they really really they have their own dedicated media room. Um, they work to schedule interview sessions with um, the guests beforehand. You know, they, they they really go out of the way to make sure they make it happen. Anyway, I guess they're still catching up. These things happen. They probably focus on other things. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I think his schedule was pretty uh, tight, too. So basically, they had to take us to where he was getting finished with an autograph signing. And we recorded in the corner of the dealer's room. And I was worried that we would not get anything useful at all because, you know, it's a big you know, bunch of people at Echo's.
0: You know, and stuff happens. Like, um, at Necocon, I got Jerry Jewell, Troy Baker, and Eric Desmouquet for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, all three at once. For 10 minutes. So they all talked for like two. Um, two or three minutes apiece, you know. But, it, but you take what you can get and you make the most of it. So, yeah, yeah. And, yeah,
3: and we did. Cool. It actually turned out, yeah, it turned out much out better life. than I thought.
5: Yeah.
0: And, um, sorry. And just, you know, just a words of encouragement. You can always get them next time. Yeah. No yeah. one it's says that, you can't like interview he, him again.
1: I was about to say, it's not like he's at uh, every anime convention in America. Not play. like he's shy about talking about himself. Also true.
5: <laughs> These are facts. Um, uh, I pretty much spent the rest of the evening, I think, catching bits of things. I don't think I, I don't think I caught anything in, in its entirety. We
1: went to the Bebop Lounge for the first time. Yeah. Again for uh, like ten uh, minutes. Uh, how'd you like it? Um, see, here's the thing. I've developed a taste for jazz over the last year, but that...
5: that whole thing what's so, up what bombs jazz well
6: or just they play, spent part of it was they
5: had a huge line dance basically yeah, that's, going that's on right, like right, like right after just the end of the so to get to the tables you had to go through where this guy was trying to teach everybody to dance and there were long periods of time with no music none of us really dance and I had no intention of I, dancing I I dance, really, really but really nobody else does they played I think while we were in there they played maybe they played three songs and two of them were the same song yeah I mean, not even different renditions of the same song. It, it
3: was the same, same song. song. I mean, if you wanted to go learn how to do... That, yeah, no, 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 I
5: get that.
1: Well, my impression of it was like, you know, come here and chill out and listen to the jazz. I'm like, that sounds great. No, that's not what it was at all. It's like, listen to two songs and watch people dance awkwardly. And they're all ten years younger than me. I wanted to catch it
0: early. Because whatever I've gone, I've gone a couple of times over the years, uh, it's, it's, it's been people chilling. Yeah. listen to jazz and occasionally dance yeah we did go pretty early admitted that, um, so. so it might have been they hadn't gotten to that point yet yeah I think we um, caught
3: them when they started yeah. like the yeah. yeah. And, and we caught or I caught uh, oh, so
5: we caught part of um, Tim Eldred's storytelling earlier in the afternoon that was pretty good uh, basically basically he would just take a story idea from somebody in the, in the audience and then storyboard it out you know over two or three pages on you this is how you would tell that story um, so that was pretty cool caught a bit of the Konoha corner live podcast which was insane I don't know how they wrangled all those people but um,
3: I don't know anything about Naruto so I was just kind of uh, like i, I don't sure know what they're
5: talking about I mean I caught some of the early stuff but yeah so I so at some point we bowed out because we're like we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're you're so far ahead. I just don't understand. And I don't that think anymore. I'm ever going to catch up because no. I
3: don't have any interest in Naruto anymore.
5: So did
0: you hear the Scott Pil- Pilgrim band play? Or yeah. yeah, we
3: came in about the or I came in about I came in. That was, was a little later weird than you guys because the lady was playing air drums.
1: Yeah, that that was really weird because she was just sitting there like there was a drum kit in front of her. But yeah, she had the drumsticks. She wasn't she, playing. It wasn't like she was playing the drumsticks on her lap or anything. She was just. Pretending to hit them in the air it was is. It see, really see, and weird. I flashed
5: back to like the the first televised, I think, uh, Weird Al appearance where Bermuda Schwartz is playing Weird Al's accordion case like a drum. I'm mean, thinking, could they not have found her a box of some kind that she could have beat on? A chair, a chair, trash can, trash can. I mean, there had to be something in that room that would have made a noise. P.
1: and Z would have helped him out. Yeah, they <laughs> would have found
0: something. Yeah, found Tiger Man. Mad a tiger. it was p Z, they wouldn't have time to actually do anything. It just would be p Z running around being p Z. And, <laughs> and it is one they, Charlie's back. And they would have been just... A, they must call it p Z. I,
5: I was, in fact, crotch rode by p Red, and it's something I will never forget. No matter how hard I try. No matter how much booze you take. Yeah, that was at the Drunken Unicorn. Last two, year? Was that last? No, I think it was two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was there. The manpower took us over there and... There's like some risers, and and I knew that P. Lander Red was behind me somewhere on the risers playing. The next thing I know, there's a leg coming over my shoulder, and I'm feeling really weird because it's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, I'm gonna fall, and I'm gonna die, and the hell I was gonna read. Uh, visiting man Lander. dies with other man's crotch in his face. That is, that's not how I want to be remembered. But
0: but now that's how you will be remembered.
2: Damn it! Why did I say that out loud? Damn you, storytelling. He, lived, he was born with a crotch on his face. He died with a crotch,
5: <laughs> crotch on his face. He died wow. like he lived. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so are there are bits, neat oh, bits sure. you, you catched, or was that
5: um, part of the part of the uh Molis How do you pronounce that name? Concert. Morris. Yeah. Morris. Um Interesting enough that I bought a couple of the CDs and we only listened to a couple of the songs. Um,
0: it has a neat sound. Yeah. Like I. I listened to some of their music and it was I thought it was interesting.
5: So I'm I'm hoping that the the CDs are as, as good as I hope they are. And and then had a chat for a little while with uh, Ricky and Tavisha at the Artist's Alley because I hadn't seen them the entire time. I, had, I didn't even I didn't even know they had a table. I mean they were there, but I had finally seen them at the table. and Got a chance to chat with them for a bit. which was
0: and Ricky does the voice of Gert. Ger, but he also does his own like webcomic and other art stuff. He does a
5: bunch of stuff. I, I was asking specifically because last year he was talking about going back to art school because he wasn't being able to find any work. Um, and he had been mentioning that on Twitter, and I didn't, and I would pretty much forsaken Twitter um, for about a year, so I didn't know what he was up to, and found out that he hadn't been able to get the money together to go. So he's either looking at a different school or maybe having to reevaluate what he's working on a couple of projects. Um, he's working on a novel, and he's working on, I think, a graphic novel that's a story about Peter Pan. With with That one with Tavisha for uh, slave labor graphics. So it could be interesting. They do some interesting stuff. So
0: I hate Invader Zim, but I like his work.
5: I like Invader Zim. Um,
0: okay, I should not say that I hate it. I should say that it was overhyped to me and I didn't find nearly as funny as I thought I, I thought I would.
1: I, I think that's a big part of it because for me, I was like, "What the hell is this?" And they're like, "Oh, you should
5: watch it; it's good." It wasn't like I had 50, fifty people in my room saying, "Oh, it's the greatest thing ever." See, I think that maybe it that was the difference is I I don't think anybody told me about it. I think I just caught it on Nickelodeon when they first broadcast it. So I think maybe maybe a question of expectation. You were one I, of the six people that did. Yeah, yeah.
4: I had zero expectations, so. That's how the fans can be, but uh, Yonan know, Vasquez work. like yeah. uh, For them, they, they want to just branch out as much as then they Overstate of how um, some of his jokes are. What's,
3: what's interesting is he wrote a series of blog posts, I think it was earlier this year. I think I only read, I think he did a month of them, and I only read the first few. <clears throat> but he just went back through some of the... Uh, stories about making invaders in him. He, he definitely seems to have that attitude towards the fans that like, hey it's great that you like this, but you know
4: Don't go overboard.
3: Yeah. Calm down. Yes. There are other the things season, out too. there. Move on yeah. and you know, live your life. <laughs> Be free.
0: <laughs> Alright, so so before we get too much on Johan Vasquez and or Basquash or Basquash, whatever dude's name is. And less about Eddie Way. Take another break, and we'll come back with some just general thoughts about the convention as a whole. Oh snap! Media assaulting media. How's it going?
5: I am.
3: It's good to see you. It's going quite
0: well. It's always fantastic here at AWA. So, who am I talking to yeah. right now?
3: Uh, I'm Jamie Diamond. I'm, I do radio over at University of Georgia and uh, other things.
5: I'm uh, Adam Sheen. I'm the marketing manager over at Funimation Entertainment.
0: Oh, awesome! I didn't realize I had someone actually important here. <laughs> uh, you, don't, <laughs> you don't really. I mean, Jamie, of course. So, how's the convention? convention been for you so far today
3: it is my third one i love it uh this we're here we're here because um there's a japanese music guest here and one of the shows we do is a japanese music show but it's fun just to come here see the anime see the fans that's uh mollus i'm sorry is it mollus mollus uh oh the show oh, oh the show yeah. is- oh it's actually called beasts from the East. Or at george there is there is i think one called mollus uh somewhere else but uh, not ours
0: oh, okay okay awesome awesome so how is funimation going oh. the
1: We've been doing great. This weekend, we, our booth's been packed, slammed with people buying stuff. We've got a couple panels. We're you know, s- you know, talking about our, all our new upcoming releases, as well as sneak peeks of clips of our shows we just released. Is, and we're screening tons of our videos, and uh, we're just really excited to be out here at AWA for another great
0: year. So was there any new shows announced here at AWA by any chance? We haven't got to those panels yet, so you're going to have to wait and see. Uh, if it helps, it gets released like two weeks from now. <laughs> but
1: I will say basically... Uh, we, um, Stay tuned. That's the best thing I can say. 2 o'clock on Sunday, that's when it's going to be announced, if there's an announcement.
0: Well, in that case, check the Anime Zoo Network, because I'm sure they'll update before we do about this.
1: Absolutely. There's always uh, different places to find. Wherever you go for your anime news, if there, we have anime news, I'm sure they'll cover it.
0: Actually, well, y'all have a wonderful convention.
1: Uh, you too. Thank- well, thank you. One of the
0: things I noticed, at Way anyway, this year, more so than the previous years, at least I never noticed until now, there were a lot of baby strollers at. Babies at this con,
2: yeah,
0: nerds are breeding.
5: Yeah, when you mention it, it didn't occur to me until then. But yeah, there were quite. I I ended up with with babies in elevators a lot.
0: You know, um, I guess the nerds are finally getting some.
4: About damn time. They can't afford baby suits. I don't know what
5: what number I have in line, but I'm waiting for it to come up.
0: But what also got me was there's a lot of disparity, like say costume choices. Um, I saw ladies in bottle black costumes. Yeah, the Bible really? black costume push- pushing baby strollers. That <laughs> was, um, that was meta. A friend yes. of mine saw yes. a uh, pyramid head pushing yeah. a baby stroller. Um, <laughs> no, so weird. I just one. I was like, this is different. This is interesting. I, I have uh, and other anacons, I haven't seen this before. You know, just, I've seen a lot of wee ones, you know, like like babies. At this con, and I usually don't. Thought that was just weird.
1: Well, somebody's got to you know, have something to snack on while
5: they're waiting
4: in line. <laughs> wow!
3: Actually, there was one year that uh, we shared the convention hotel with, uh, or A-Wash a the
4: yeah, yeah,
0: the baby. Yeah, the baby expo. Now it'd useful, <laughs> but but not yeah. too big. So but I don't know if you all noticed anything else, just interesting things about a way that just struck your fancy. The, so um, anyway. the elevator talks now? Oh, yeah, the elevator talks. Yeah. To me, Interfaces
2: specifically.
3: Uh, I, I, <laughs> I think Does it tell it's you true. to do things? <laughs> yeah. That might be lack of sleep, <laughs> too.
0: All I know is that whenever I was in the elevator without Kevin, I never heard it. I think it was just one um, specific elevator. But when I was ever in the elevator with Kevin, I always heard it. Like, I we started talking.
4: going four, Level four, two. Four,
0: yeah, fourth floor. Going, going up. up. You know, it's
6: so maybe it's just shunning
0: down. you Or maybe it's hitting on Kevin It is Like That's what I'm thinking Is that Kevin's turn is that elevator <laughs> oh. It wants to go down Okay that was horrible He's um, been
1: in it's shaft uh, yes. Loving an elevator Yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> I don't know about you guys But for me the elevator situation Wasn't nearly as bad this year As it was in other years like, it wasn't as difficult to get on or off an elevator.
0: Well, it seemed like they were making way more sure that the, the elevators work. Yeah. Probably because they recently, you know, remodeled them. Yeah. Uh, also, people also could notice, you know, the, they actually tell when elevators were coming up and down because you could see what floor they were on. Which was Which, nice. which was a new thing. Um, which was something new that I noticed, which people could start queuing in line so they know where it was going to hit. Or if you know you weren't going to get in the line, you would go into one of the other ones that was counting down, but not quite as fast. And so I think those things were helping with the elevator situation. Um, something I was annoyed at at the dealer's room was that there was no freaking Dragon Quest stuff. What the hell? Yeah, really. So, so you just bought a bunch of Saturn games. I bought a bunch of Saturn games and manga. I bought a lot of manga. Um,
4: a
5: few Dragon Quest odds and ends.
4: Well, it's, it was just basically the little magnet, little that yeah, yeah. box that you bought a whole box
0: of. Yes, I bought an entire box of, Ma- of Dragon Quest random magnets. Just hoping you get a slime. I'm sure I'll at least get one, maybe. Don't Same. get a metal slime, I bet. I better get them all. I just spent, like, you know, those, are like, those aren't cheap. Those are like four bucks a box. Four oh, fifty a box. Yeah, I bought a whole box of boxes. <laughs> boxes of
1: boxes? That's...
0: A whole bushel boxes of boxes. ten boxes.
1: <laughs>
5: double bucks. What
1: is does it mean? Go, go, okay,
0: All right. New topic.
5: Um. <laughs> but no, Dealer's Room. Um, I noticed I didn't see a whole lot of anything that I was interested
4: in. Me too. Uh, I mean, this was the year I actually had a lot of money to go into the Dealer's yeah. Room and nothing. Yeah. Like the yeah. two video game people, like I think there were like um, slim pickings there.
2: I found, I did find one game I was looking for from one of them which was nice although, you know, I, I, I have a hard time finding my favorite anime represented at, in the Dealer's Room or,
5: well, unless you like the five most popular anime, no. or, mm-hmm. and that's
2: the, the trouble that I run into
5: at any convention, is unless, unless you're into Full Metal Alchemist, One Piece, a couple other things, you're just not going to find much.
0: And freaking Pokemon.
5: Pokemon. Like, the new black
0: and white games came out in Japan, so they have all the new toys, and some did even had the games imported already to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And oddly enough, Queen's Blade.
0: Uh, oh, sure, Queensblade sure. merchandise. Oh, I'm sure there's tons of merchandise. Which Blade's you can now find free on Hulu. For for all sorts of fetishes that just might suit your fancy. I bet there Kevin, I bet there's even elevators for you. Somewhere <laughs> in Queensblade, I'm sure there's has to be some sort of elevator. Yeah,
5: they're probably a sexy elevator. Yeah. Very takes it be, its top off.
0: Might even be a lolly elevator, who knows? Yeah, I was about
2: to say double double <laughs> the whole elevator. The whole elevator. I think I liked it better when everyone thought it was a pedo, now they think I've got some kind of weird cargo ship with the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> it he for which it He just wants to find <laughs> hey, hey, a hey, really young looking 18
1: year old get girl t- in an elevator dressed in uh, you know, gothic
2: fashion. Is that so wrong? Find well, me an... I want Alice Z from Demon Bane Cosplayer, who's legal. Looks like she <laughs> Looks like she's okay. Can. Now wow. we're getting into creepy. <laughs> in elevator. Yeah. Now we're into creepy. No, I don't. America, I don't right? want the child. That looks like a child. Okay, and this would be the one complaint: is I never do find any demon made merchandise, except for last year, and I bought it.
0: But <laughs> well, I know that my, the stuff that I look for is really niche, especially in America. Whereas I'm looking for cross game and blackjack. You're not going to fly cross game or blackjack stuff in a, in a dealer's room. I know that. But guys, Dragon Quest 9 was like the biggest game in Japan last year. Just came out in America. You could have sold some frickin' slime plushies. Come actually,
2: on. how many maps people are picking up around here. Oh man, i
0: got tons of maps while I've been here. It's been awesome. Um, so did Grego, who I feel bad that I didn't admit he does a lot, ton of wonderful game shows. And this is his first year back in a while from Potato Way, and I'm sure he did Gangbusters on all his game shows. I'm w- I sad I missed them, but I know he was good in some apps himself. So I have to say, good job, Greg.
1: One thing in the daily room I found, uh, I recently watched Lucky Star all the way through. I'd seen episodes here and there. And this <laughs> uh, well, is one of those shows that if you go into it expecting a plot, you're going to be disappointed. But if you just go into it understanding what it is, yeah, you'll be fine. By the way, Seinfeld? Pretty much. <laughs> well, if you get
4: shocked by the fact that uh, you mentioned the uh, 3DO and the Apple Pippin.
1: They had a uh, set of figures where the Lucky Star characters were dressed as characters from Street Fighter, and that was simply just too good for me to mess <laughs> up. Yeah,
2: totally. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anything Street Fighter I'm usually like on board with, but normally it's just like, here's a uh, generic looking figure. <laughs> Thanks, I got like 14 of them at the house, who cares? That was just clever enough to catch me. That's really about the only thing I bought in the dealer's daily room.
0: Um, but, you know, as far as other things, the panels, like, we joined, I really enjoyed every single panel I went to. And.
1: Both of them. For
5: me.
0: And <laughs> it, it's. ADLA does a really good job of getting people who know their stuff. Definitely. Like. They, I don't know if they just know the people to talk to Or if a just attracts really smart, intelligent people To run their panels I don't know what they do What pacts with the devil they've signed
1: And then there's that podcasting
5: panel I don't know what was up with that
1: okay, I mean, they well, just let any jerk up on stage Look,
0: just like Highlander 2 We're not going to admit certain things They exist um, <laughs>
5: There was no podcasting around I don't know what you're talking about
0: yeah, it was, but you know, all the panels were really, really good, and that's one of the main reasons I I go to Any Boy is to listen to these really awesome people talk and tell me things that maybe I have know these things I already know, I know in my brain, that I know these things, but they'll still present them in ways that I didn't think about that same information, It allows me to process it differently. Um, and just hear thing, people like um. Ed Chavez of Vertical and Carl Horn of Dark Horse. Just, if you ever have a chance to just hear them talk, do so. Because they're going to blow your mind just clear out of your head and straight into somebody else's head. And then blow up that head too.
1: Yeah, just make sure you lay down a
0: tarp. (laughs) Yeah, like, Helen McCarthy, oh my god, every time she talks, it's like, oh. And she's so vibrant about it, like, everything's a glorious new rainbow. Of magical awesomeness that you didn't know existed yeah. until she told you it was, and you're like, that is amazing. <laughs> I bet she could talk up a good game and make Twilight sound good if she wanted. Like, I think she has that power.
5: God willing, she will never use her power for evil like that. Well, I
0: hope not. As far as I can tell, she only uses her power for awesome, and it should stay that way. But even, you know, Any World Order, I mean, Daryl, Gerald, of course, they all know their stuff, and it's always a joy to hear them talk about things so many times Gerald would say the same thing I wanted like in a different way and I'm like oh good okay. yeah I see that okay so but yeah so sorry for me um, gushing over awesome people who talk a lot that's not me so but yeah the panels anyway always great stuff Jocks and Jill's had a really short line for me this time that was awesome the trick is apparently going before six Go, hmm. you know, Jocks and Jill's before six and no one's there yet you oh, can the other bird special. Knows. Like well me and Kevin went on oh, Friday night it was like five o'clock I think, five or six. Mm-hmm. And we got there, seated immediately,
2: mm-hmm.
0: got our food in like ten minutes. It was crazy. Also, for those who don't know, Chow Baby is now like the big chow or big chow mm-hmm. bowler. So there's chow still in there and it's still awesome, but it's got a new name. It's weird.
3: Actually must have hit a lot of the lunch lines pretty quickly. Um 'Cause I kept you know, <clears throat> I kept getting in these short lines and I kept wondering if like was attendance down this year or something? I don't
0: you know oh, the crowd seemed plenty full. Yeah. yeah. Like, Especially today. Like oh, Saturday yeah. was definitely you know I was in full effect and yeah. where I could just look at the downstairs. I mean it's no Dragon Con. Nothing's Dragon Con. Yeah, I
3: came from Dragon Con two weeks ago, so I'm kinda like
0: But it was you know. still a huge swarm of people, so now I think plenty of people are dating away. Oh, yeah. Because I, I also had short lines for food. I don't know, maybe more people are going to the mall, I possibly, so. or, or going actually driving out to get their food. Um, or we're just lucky, I don't know. But food was not an issue this year, which was no. nice. Yeah. Now watch, tomorrow will suck. <laughs> It'll be like five-hour lines for everything just for a sandwich.
5: Probably, because everybody's, lost their, everybody's checked out of their rooms, and they don't have whatever they stashed in oh,
1: crap. there.
0: Crap. Right. Oh man. Good thing we're ending this on a high note.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: But But uh, any other any any final thoughts about AWA? 2010.
1: I want to come back next year.
0: <laughs> I've been coming since. Oh, that sounded wrong. <laughs> yeah, it I, was. I have been to AWA since AWA five. Nice. And I've enjoyed it every year, and I. Oh yeah, I plan on coming I did it again for years again. to come. <laughs> Moving on. Neil, what you think? Um, there's still a lot of people
4: using Death Notes for A&B Hells. They need to find out there's more animes than that. There, what? There but, are? Yeah, like uh, last year, for the last A&B Hell 4, like there was a lot of Death Note because Death Note was the big thing. We thought, oh, we're gonna move on to something else. Like there's probably gonna be like a glut of like on Lagana Camp. No, nope that's no, just Death Note. Like half of it was Death Note. <laughs> And half of it was like uh, Robot unicornic tets of Rayshires, Always. Myself included. Just keep giving us Poker Rosa and Tailspin. Oh, and uh, uh, Jesse and James Team Rockets Jesse's Girl. And Unicorn Num Nom Numbing on Planets. <laughs>
0: yeah. you, c- you keep fighting that good fight, Neil. You keep fighting that good fight. I had
4: one like last week and I uh, kicked myself for it because it was too good. I kind of had to save it.
0: Any other final thoughts before we close this out for the year 2010?
2: All right.
0: And with that, we are out. So here we are at AWA. And I'm talking to two guys who are overlooking the uh main cosplay viewing area. What's are your guys' names?
6: I'm Gilly. David.
0: So, been having fun at the con so far?
6: Yeah. yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun.
0: What's been your favorite thing so far?
6: Easy. Really lame anime. Yeah. Really, really lame, lame anime. anime last night. Okay, so that's Neil
0: Nailman's thing. What was your what was your favorite really lame anime?
6: Ooh, that's a toughie. Probably probably the uh the Titanic, the second Titanic version. Really? I like Geyser's Wing. Geyser's, Geyser's thing, Wing, that, was pretty, good. that was pretty good too. But well, rather pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, because it's lame. So how do you feel
0: about dogs wielding flintlock laser pistols?
6: I think it's completely awesome. I would totally want to be a dog wielding a flintlock pistol right now.
0: <laughs> What's stopping you?
6: I'm not a dog. I can't breathe underwater.
0: So what I'm getting is that you don't want to be a furry, but you do, but you just, you are not a furry that can breathe underwater. Is that what I'm getting here?
6: Probably, yeah. I don't want to be a furry either.
0: (laughs) All right, well, that's the correct choice.
6: Death, death on, is highest on my priority list of avoiding.
0: Well, that's almost the correct priority list. Almost.
6: Almost. I think top one would be herpes. Top one would be herpes? Top one would be herpes.
0: Okay, what are you looking forward to tonight?
6: I'm looking forward to uh, the Gurren Lagann movie and uh, Iron Editor. Same with me. Same with me. And maybe something after hours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, have you seen the the, the Gurren Lagann movie yet, or is it going to be your first time?
6: I have not. I've seen it. I've also watched the series.
0: So Uh, what would you like about the series?
6: Everything.
0: (laughs) Hold on. you 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 pick one spot.
6: One, one spot, or at,
0: at least one theme or some one thing that you really liked above all else, or at least liked a lot. That's
6: easy. Yoko Ritona. <laughs> Period. Slash <laughs> <laughs> agree.
0: All right. We all have a wonderful, wonderful convention. All
6: right. Thank you. Thank you.